You are the loudest creature on this earth. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the John Cast, where it's all John all the time. We're gonna be. This is gonna be a new segment of the Soxcast, by which I mean it is gonna be every episode of the Soxcast moving forward is going to be me talking about the stuff I'm interested in. And sorry to Polly and Rhett, but we had to let them go because we just know what kind of content pe- content people are interested in, and that you're such a fucking dick. Okay, I guess introducing our first guest and only guest ever. If this keeps up, of the John cast, um, love my life, Anna, who is sitting next to me on the hepper seat, and she will be the guest of this first so- of John cast. Sorry, I almost said sauce cast. It's the John cast now. Um, and then don't worry, don't worry. I know you're probably not that interested, but moving forward, it'll be just it'll be mostly just John content moving forward. So we should be good. Fuck you. I love you. Thanks for agreeing to do this with me. <clears throat> So, basically, what we normally do on the Cast is we go about what kind of video games we've been up to lately, and first, we generally start with the guest. Um, I think that's kind of a bad idea, though, because my content, will be, my thoughts are going to be more interesting, so oh why God. don't we start with um, what I've been up to lately, which has been playing, like, Anna, you've been playing, like, the brand new Christine Love visual novel, Lady Killer in a Bind, and Kindred Spirits on a Roof, and I know we want to get into that a bunch. But I think what everyone really wants to hear about is how I've been really deep in on Romancing Saga 2. Fuck you. Nobody wants to hear that. Shut the fuck up. Let's talk about Lady Killer. Well, just no. this once. No. Just this once. No. We'll, let, we'll, no. t- we'll start with the guest content, I guess. So what led you to start Lady Killer in a bind? Besides it be looking amazing. Um. I think you were watching a whole yeah. bunch of Fate Stay Night. Yeah, and it was terrible. Okay, well, you it started was with a Fate dark Z- place. You started with you were in a dark. I place. I was in a very dark place. So you watched all of Fate Zero, and then I watched which was pretty good. Fate Stay Night, which was atrocious. So, it was so bad. I hated literally every character. <laughs> all right, okay, let's be more specific because there was like this 2005 anime, which is apparently really bad, called um, Fate Stay Night, and then there was the new anime, Fate Stay Night. Unlimited Blade Works, based on the second root of the visual novel. Yeah, I guess. Okay, but also positioned as like a sequel to Fate Zero. Yeah. Which was pretty good, I thought, right? Yeah, Fate Zero was depressing. I mean, it was like the embodiment of philosophies, you know, like yakking at each other. Yeah, but so, that I mean, can be like, fun. It was okay, but yeah. it got really boring after a while. <laughs> oh. Um. And then you followed it up with Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. Yeah. Which was very bad. Yeah. Ah. That's kind of what I've heard from, like, literally everybody. So, yeah, it makes well, sense. In this case, literally everybody was very much correct. Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes you need to watch shitty anime. Sometimes you need to watch you shitty anime. You really just anime. need to, sometimes. In life, it happens. So, since you're in it was better than binge-watching all of Game of Thrones? 
Uh, yeah, it was basically as good as Game of Thrones. Ah, uh, cool. It was basically as fun to watch and shitty as Game of Thrones. Cool. So. And you, we know you were in a really dark place because after that you were like, John, can you get the visual novel downloaded and start it up for me? And oh then I God. did, and I got it ready and put it on the desktop. I'm looking at it right now. Any moment, just like, at the slightest inclination, we could start up and start playing the Fate Stay Night visual novel. And just be sucked into... A black hole of despair. From which there is no escape. Yeah. Um, oh my god, it was so funny bringing that up. because I, I know a lot of people who have really strong strong feelings about Fate Stay Night. And like That's a lot of people... surprising. A lot of people who played it in high school, went through the whole 50-hour visual novel in high school, and are like, I like... I blah, 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 and were like, really kind of bummed about it, but also like, connected with it a lot. Yeah. So I kind of wish I'd played it in high school. I feel like that would have been the opportune time to experience Fate Stay Night. Um, but we didn't. You didn't fall yeah. down that hole. I did not fall down that hole. Um, for which we are probably much better off. Yeah. Because instead we played... Lady Killer in a Bind and Kindred Spirits on the Roof. Yep. Lady, um, Lady Killer in the Bind is the latest visual novel from Christine Love, who made very not-porny visual novels... Um, Analoga Hate Story and Hate Plus, along with a few others, like Digital Love Story. Um, and those are pretty well regarded in my my circles. Like, everyone basically really likes Analog. I wouldn't know. I know. I wouldn't either. I, I, I played Digital and I liked it. Um, we uh, Lady Killer of the Bind is the game she's been working on for the last three or four years. I think four years? I Ever remember since you Hate first, Plus. You first showed me the character design several years ago, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll play this. It's been a long-ass time, and I've basically been keeping up with it since it was announced, because it is a um, les- it is a queer BDSM visual novel, um, pornographic visual novel, which is... So many mean lesbians. So many mean lesbians, and it is just... Very ambitious and, like, really intense. Very, like, a lot of, like, 15 or 20 hours of, like, really well done, like, art and characters and whatnot. Yeah, it's really just... Bizarrely thought through, you know? Yeah, very intensely thought through and Mm. very well written. Yeah. So... And the character designs are all really cool and interesting, except... For the main character's fucking suits, they are hideous. <laughs> well, that also They are fits. so ugly. All right, <laughs> they all right. are so, so ugly. So the basic premise with Lady Killer Divine is that she is on a boat impersonating her twin brother, who everybody hates. Yes. At and, like a high school, end like of high school reunion. Cruise for rich, cr- rich cruise snobby for, kids. Yeah, brats. So there's a bunch of really horny brats, um, 18-year-old brats, who are just like... At each other's throats, and a bunch of there's a bunch of like social manipulation stuff. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like I think we made the observation. It's sort of like the stuff in Persona, except instead of it being like, oh yeah, make friends by telling people exactly what they hear. Yeah. What it was was like I had tried to play. What was it? Um, oh. Toki Meki. Toki Toki Deki Toki Meki Memorial. To- we mix yeah. it up with the parody on Oron. Yeah, the Oron parody of it is, like, basically... The I think it's Tokideki Memorial. Tokimeki Memorial. Whatever. I think the Girl Oron side love plus. parody is Uki Doki. That was it. So it was Tokimeki or Tokideki. I have no idea. I think it's Tokimeki Memorial. 
Girls Side Love Plus for the DS. And you tried playing a bunch of that. Yeah, and it was absolute misery. It was not good. And, yeah, it was terrible. It was basically, like, everything that your social anxiety is telling you to worry about is right! Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck, you need to be worried about this! Ah! Oh, my God. Nobody likes you. Yeah. Yeah, that game looked like a bit of a nightmare. And very much just, like, the... Social manipulation, do what, be the person everyone wants you to be so that you can be popular and well-liked. Yeah, is Yeah. Lady Killer's kind of like that, but more purposeful. It is very straightforward in its manipulation. Yeah. It's about it being a manipulative... It's about being a manipulative scumbag. Yeah. Which is pretty fabulous. It wears that right on its sleeve, mm-hmm. so... But it also has some really nice relationships and sexual relationships that are actually, like pretty considered and sweet, even? Yeah. Like, the main... I mean, it has, like, the main two um, mm-hmm. love interests. The beauty and... The, it stars the, the beast. Stalker. And the main love interests are the beauty and the stalker. Yeah, and they're both cute. Their stories mm-hmm. are cute. And the sex scenes are played really, like, night. even, like, the really bdsm ones are, like, really... Very clearly established consent, and mm-hmm. it's... They cuddle afterwards. Yeah. It's really sweet. It is very sweet. I, yeah. I really liked it. I think that's really what kind of carries the game through, is that it yeah. sort of has a lot of that heart with its characters and yeah. their relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a lot to connect with it. I only played through um, one route. I played through the Happy Polly ending. Yeah, which is nice. Which is very nice. Um, and I played through it. Like three times. Yeah, I think you played through it four times, right? Four times. Yeah, you I saw know. everything. I've, I've seen everything. Yeah, I'm not sure if the first playthrough was the most efficient one, so it's yeah. probably four times. You're right. I think you can see basically everything in three playthroughs, playing very efficiently. But there's yeah. just like a bunch of different characters you can get to know, and a bunch of people you can sleep with, and yeah, um, uh. yeah. And then it has a cool, a nice ending, and yeah, it's a really cool thing, I think. So basically the thing with Lady Killer for me mm-hmm. was that, um, you know, I'm a person who's not really into BDSM kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that does not tickle my pickle. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm into. Um, but it really helped me clearly define, you know, where my lines are, where what I do and don't feel comfortable with. That's really cool. I think that's really rad. Because it kind of forces you to confront that. Mm. In, like, a really healthy, nice context. Yeah. I think, which is cool. Um, because, yeah, because you weren't really into all the scenes with the beauty, with the, with the dom lady. Yeah. But you kind of I feel like I understand. I feel like I understand where people are coming from with that kind of stuff. Better now? Bit better. Yeah. Like, I... There was this one scene where, um, the beauty, um, does the rope binding Mm -hmm. on the beast, and it's from the beast's perspective, and, like, I had kind of seen that on Tumblr as just kind of, like, a weird porn aesthetic thing, Mm -hmm. but kind of getting... To know what's actually going on in yeah. somebody's head when that's happening. It's kind of clarifying. Yeah. And she has a moment where she's like, 
where she's like, oh shit, wait a minute, just wait here for one second, and then has to go look at her phone to yeah. remember how to do the knot. Yeah, exactly, and just really careful. Mm-hmm. Ask me about your, yeah. like, circulation and whatnot. Yeah. While also being really hot and intimidating. Yeah, so that was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah, that's a that's a really fucking rad game, I think. Yeah, so I get the, for the sure. John Cast, two thumbs up. Sure. For the Janet Cast. For, this one will be the Janet Cast. The rest will be the John Cast. <sighs> we followed, so you followed that up because you wanted more visual novel action after finishing that up, the game up very, very thoroughly. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. You had a lot of fun <laughs> with Lady Killer, so you're like, shit, I need more... I think part of the reason why I also had a lot of fun with Lady Killer was because I also had gotten in the same week in from Amazon in the mail my Hitachi Magic Wand. <laughs> so I, I was just having a really fun <laughs> with that. So um, Very lovely. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so you we follow that up with like another fairly recent, at least English release, um, lesbian visual novel, right? Yeah, uh, Kindred Spirits on the Roof, mm-hmm. which was, um... How we start with a good, right? Yeah, it was really nice and cozy and mm-hmm. sweet, and the character designs are adorable and sweaters wearing, and it was just... Yeah, all the all the characters... Alright, what's the, what's the premise with um, Kindred Spirits? Okay, Kindred Spirits is basically, there's this one kind of loner girl who goes up on the roof and sees two ghost girls mm-hmm. who high school die, age high school age um who died years and years ago mm-hmm. who are super super gay and they can't pass on into the next Plane. life um until they uh fulfill their regrets and they both regret that they haven't had their first time so so um, they both really are sad about not having had gay yeah. sex so they're really sad about not having had sex. Mm-hmm. So they use this um, convince this loner con- girl. convince this other this loner girl to um, manipulate situations so that other gay girls will have sex at school so that the ghosts can watch <laughs> and learn how to have sex and, and then bone and then and then so that the ghosts can have sex but they can't have sex because they're ghosts so they have to possess. Consensually. Consensually possess other gay girls on school campus to have sex. Spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. So there's a so basically the whole game is about helping gay girls find realize love. that they're gay and find love. Yeah. And then so, Yeah. And yeah. Cool. So it sounds very, like, character-focused and sensitive in a lot of ways. It seems like... It's the- very sweet. I'm making it sound kind of, like, gross and weird. <laughs> but it, it is on some level. Who am I kidding? But it's mostly sweet. Cool. It's like ten hours or something before it gets to any sex scenes. Yeah, right? it's it's not... You're not there for the porn for yeah. that game. You're there for helping... I think the big quintessential thing in that game is the screen cap I've seen of the girl sitting on the toilet being like, oh, fuck, oh, man, I'm gay? Oh, oh my god. no. Boobs. Wait, no, not, oh, no, just, oh, yeah, oh. Like, yeah, like, writing out, like, a proof in her head. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. And that's very relatable, I think. Yeah, like, I feel like, 
I definitely had that moment in mm-hmm. high school where I was just like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. What is this? What is this feeling? Oh, God. Oh, my God. So it seems like there was some stuff in it that just premised with the um, how some of the plot stuff shakes out that kind of gave you pause, like the yeah. ghost voyeurs yeah. and the um, possession. Uh-huh. And I think the teacher-student relationship. Yeah, it kind of squeaked me out. Also, just, just the fact that the, they, all of the sex scenes, except for one, take place on school campus. Because <laughs> the ghosts can't leave. They're stuck. Yeah, the ghosts can't leave campus. So, so they, they, need, they need to engineer, like, <laughs> situations, situations where these kids can have sex on school campus. <laughs> So it's so, just... so that part of it gave you pause. Yeah. With everything else about it being very sweet. And I mean, yeah. And I understand, like, it's porn. It's fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the point of it is not to, like, have the most perfect, non-problematic, healthy, yeah. healthy relationships. The point is just for it to be fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That makes sense to, to me. To actually, like, portray... Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's also in line with Lady Killer because there's a couple scenes near the end where the like the kind of shitty boys. Oh my god! You have sex kind scenes. Of shitty? The kind shitty, of shitty. The shitty. They're the boys. worst. The worst. You have sex with. I only saw the one scene. Oh sex god. scene with one of the shitty boys. Which which shitty boy? The president. Oh god! No, it is the worst scene. <laughs> I think. So the it's the it's the contrast of the um of the. The unhealthy relationship, basically. Yeah. And she added some content warnings to those scenes later on, which yeah. is good. When I went to go play the game for the first time, there was no content warning. Oh my god. So you were a little surprised. I was just... Yeah. I... Mm-hmm. Whereas I was mostly just really turned on. Yeah. Oh my god. And then I, later on... See, I t- yeah, that's the difference between our sexuality. Later on I tweeted something about, like, there's a bunch of smart thematic reasons for this sex, this problematic sex scene, but also consider, it's very hot. And then Christine Love replied with the praying hands emojis, thank you! Oh my god. <laughs> so, that's pretty funny, I think. But kind of back to Kindred Spirits. Um, what else yeah. was helped made it a little harder for you to get into than Lady Killer? Um, it, well, I mean, it's a translation, so it's, the writing isn't as sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Lady Killer, the writing is, like, fucking amazing. Yeah, it's so funny. It is really funny. And I was just really dark hurting my mouth, hurting my throat laughing at Lady Killer. Yeah. Just a really fun read. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kindred Spirits is kind of a slog. Mm-hmm. Like. It plods along a little more. It was less... It, Momentum. Yeah. There's less momentum, and you make almost no choices. Yeah. like, maybe seven dialogue choices throughout the entire, quote, game. And they're very inconsequential. they only affect, like, the next, like, two lines of dialogue and nothing else. Whereas Lady Killer is very ambitious with its choice system and mechanics, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Um... Also, just production values-wise, Lady Killer's kind of a lot more engaging. Just there's more expressions, more outfits, more um, music, more ambition there. Yeah, and especially considering that even um, playing, like, basically all of Lady Killer um, was shorter than playing 
um, Kindred Spirits without doing any of the extra stuff. Weird. God. Yeah. It's just, so, so that's very long and, line- and straightforward. It's very and, long and linear and... Mm-hmm. It just started kind of wearing on you anyway just because the writing was so plotting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like... The sex scenes were so poorly written. Mm, like, it was all just, like... Whereas Lady Killer's so hot. I know. <laughs> like, even for the stuff that, like, I wasn't really into, like... It, it kind of got you as into it as you could. Yeah. God, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. So it seems like Kindred Spears was a fun follow-up, but it also... Yeah. It wasn't as good, but it gave you... Those character designs are real sweet. They're adorable. They're real sweet. They're so cute. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's me. I okay. wish I, I wish that ghosts were trying to convince me to have gay sex at school. When I was, when in, I was high school, in high school. Yeah. I think the main thing about it that's cool is just that it's sort of... It treats the whole teen girls being into each other sexually thing as like a serious real thing. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, this is something you get out of the way and then you go have yeah, make, they, get together with boys. They acknowledge that with the one of the scenes, actually mm-hmm. with the teacher. The mm-hmm. teacher's like, um, when the one girl confesses that she has a crush on the teacher, mm-hmm. um, the teacher's like, this is okay, this happens when you're a young girl. Uh... You, you get crushes on other girls, and it goes away, and <laughs> don't worry about it. There's nothing wrong with you, but it'll go away. And then they deal with that? They move and then, forward beyond that? And then that? they move forward beyond that. Oh, that's cool. And the teacher's like, you know what? That was bullshit. That was just because somebody told me that when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Really? So, I'm still super gay? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I feel like... It seems like there's a lot about your about kindred spirit that's pretty subversive in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, and they act that they actually do bone. It's not yeah. the pure love of girls versus no. Yeah. It, it is they are they are horny. They, they are, are horny, horny teenage ghosts. Yep, locked in pubescent angst for eighty years. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that's what's going down. So really sad, horny ghosts. Mm-hmm. So kindred spirits seems really charming in a lot of ways. It's charming as balls. Yeah, I kind of still really want to play it. Um. And I also want to wrap up Lady Killer and do the rest of it. Um, I, I have Analog and We Know the Devil installed too. So instead of going down the Fate Hole, you can. Those yeah. are probably better choices. I, I'm safe. From yeah, the Fate Hole. I think. <laughs> um, we Know the Devil's real good. It's very gay angst. It's gay angst without any of the sexy. It's just the. It's just sad. I guess there is there is one like nice kiss kiss, but it's mostly just sad gay, in the best way. Um, yeah, I get that. And then it's really cathartic at the end. And um, that's still probably my favorite of the bunch. And Analog isn't sexy at all, but it's very sad. So I'm excited about that. Especially since Christine Love is obviously really a really good writer. Yeah, I was really impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems, once you um, once you finish Kindred Spirits, it seems like you moved, you basically moved back to another game, right? Yeah, I tried to pick up Fire Emblem Fates again. Which you played after Adoring Awakening. Yeah. And were really disappointed with, initially. Yeah, I think that was the last time I was actually on the regular Soxcast, or maybe the time before that was when, after I played Awakening. Mm-hmm. And I talked about that a lot. And then mm-hmm. I tried picking up Fates, and 
it was just such a major fucking letdown. Yeah. It just really... You picked, you tried Birthright, right? Yeah, I, I tried Birthright because from what I looked up, um, the conquest route, basically, you, um, run back to your abusive dad, dad, dad. and he puts you through all these difficult, um, challenging puzzles Uh as, like, punishment. So, like, I would have been down for, like, a more tactical challenge of a game, Mm -hmm. but... I was not down for sitting through that. It's like the anti awake fire on Yeah, it's the literal opposite of awakening. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, this is your terrible dad. Kill him. Yep. <laughs> Why not kill him? Why not? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just... Yeah, Fire Island Fates, it seemed very. And it seemed like a lot of the stuff in Awakening that was cool, like the marrying, the time travel. It seemed yeah, like it was kinda... very cohesive and. You know, very much grounded in how the world worked mm-hmm. and how what was happening with the plot. Mm-hmm. Like it was all connected. Whereas with Fates, it seemed more Fates. It's very disjointed. Like you get you make the characters get married and have kids, but they're not their future kids. It's they have the kid now, and they send the kid to a. Um, alternate universe where they time moves faster, so they grow <laughs> up faster, and then they're like raised by other people. Yeah, and then... they don't really. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> it seems like a very odd way. It's to very contrived to contrive a lot of stuff that made sense in Awakening. Yeah, they're exactly. trying to contrive the stuff that was invented for Awakening's plot into this other plot. Yeah, because Awakening was a popular one. Yeah. Also, it really bothered me that, like, all of the characters, or, like, half of the characters, at least, are rip-offs directly from characters like, from Awakening. Like, very self-evidently. Like, yeah. Tharja's rip-off, like, is an Rajat, anagram. Or, it's, it's literally <laughs> an anagram of, of Tharja. Tharja. And is like, they completely missed the mark with who Tharja's character mm-hmm. was. And now this new character is just totally uninteresting. Mm-hmm. So it seems like a game that is very much, oh shit, how do we make a game, another game as popular as Fire Emblem Awakening? Yeah, and it was just... And then they didn't know how. Even though they apparently hired, like, an actual, like, writer. Yeah, like, people kind of harp on Awakening for not having, like, a very good plot because it's not a very original plot. Uh-huh. I, I guess it's a very pulpy uh-huh. kind of game. It, relies a lot on tropes, but I think it uses them to its own advantage mm. really well. It still seems like a very resonant and cohesive game. Yeah. I finally started playing it, got um, like five or six chapters in so far, and I'm really enjoying oh, it. yeah. It's just very instantly gri- gripping. Yeah, it kind of plops you into the middle of action. Yeah. Pre-existing conflict. Yeah. That's Roots and Shakespeare. You go in and the two families hate each other or whatnot. Yep. Good shit. And then, so you finished Fates, right? Or you so finished... I, I finished Birthright. Okay. And... Gotta go play I was Compass? kind of expecting to maybe feel something, but it was just... The, the characters were just so disconnected. Mm-hmm. And disjointed that I didn't feel like I had enough of a relationship with any of these characters to care when they died. Mm-hmm. Which made me feel like an asshole, but... Yeah. yeah, whatever. 
So you finished the game and didn't really so feel So I much. finished the game, and I didn't really feel anything about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had fun doing the... The fighting, basically. Yeah. But, Did um, you have fun making them kiss? I thought I would, but, like, most of the supports were kind of lame. <sighs> um, I had fun building a fort. That was a cool <laughs> addition. I like the fort building. We should get that Animal Crossing game where you build a house. Yeah, that would be hella fun. There's a new Dragon Quest game where you build a castle. That sounds like fun. It does. That I would be a good... shit out of that. Yeah, it sounds like a good way to kind of introduce you to that universe. Yeah. Um... You started, um... <laughs> you, you skipped so, Conquest because of the so yeah, shitty So, yeah, I skipped Conquest because of the dealing with that shitty dad thing. And, um, so I tried downloading, um, Revelation. The third final game? Yeah, the third and final iteration of the game. Mm-hmm. Which you can buy after beating Which the you other can two. only buy after beating one of the other two games. Mm-hmm. And it's the actual game. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, all these weird and disparate pieces, like, actually... Cohere. Are coherent. So it's just like, why didn't you just make this game instead of making two garbage games <laughs> and then have like having people wait and maybe see if they play the actual game so I'm, I'm not too far into it I'm mm. only like three or so chapters into but it's just instantly more con- cohesive yeah gotcha well that's that's really a bummer and weird <laughs> so it's it's very strange mm. I'm not really sure what to think of <laughs> it's a big weird the ugly video game experiment, basically. Yeah. And very much feels like them kind of floundering after Awakening made them a shit ton Fuck more money than yeah. any of the other Viome games. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing more Awakening and talking about that in the future, because that game seems really good. Um, one, one game, I think... I don't think I need to talk much about Romantic Saga 2. I think we can talk about that on the Sox cast proper if we if we ever bring back Polly and Brett, which, let's face it, we're probably not, because this is this is gold. Come back, um, Polly. <laughs> um, not you, Rhett. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after playing a bunch of Romantic Saga 2, I was kind of really into open-ended RPGs and thinking hard about open-ended RPGs, because I don't really resonate with those, like, at mm-hmm. all, right? Yeah. I like... Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy and roller coaster games. Yeah, you like a lot of the momentum, story. plot, character, yeah. moving forward. And then you plop a game where it's like, I don't know, just explore the world. And I'm just like, what? Let me look Did at a walk. Let me look at a walkthrough so I know the most efficient way through the story. And then, so with romantic, kind of defeating the point. Yeah, Romantic Saga Two is basically just like. A big open-ended RPG that takes place over... Ugh. Yeah, we can talk... I'll talk about that in depth. Um, I might finish it, so we can figure that out. It led me to um, put, finally play Ultima Runes of Virtue 2, which is um, a Game Boy RPG where um, you got, where it's the same thing, where you're kind of walking around the room, and I've been meaning to play it for ages. Mm-hmm. So it's real charming and sweet, and there's a bunch of like weird secrets... So it made me happy, and I'm glad I got to finally kind of dig into that, because um, weirdo Game Boy games are sort of my favorite thing, so. Also, John lost his DS. Yeah. And 
Not as new 3DS or anything. But the old DS I had with the M3 card that let me play Game Boy games. And he kind of had a cow. Like, gave birth to a cow. Probably freaked out, you mean? Yeah. Gotcha. So I went and uh, I went around and tried to find the DS and then got... Like, panic searching. Anna, where's my DS? I want a can of the... I want to sit in the tub and play Ultima. Yeah. It's like, if only I can find this DS, then everything in life will be okay. And then we didn't find it. Yeah, and everything and since was then, still every, okay. And then since then, nothing has been okay. And everything We're has fucking been awful. fine. We are We're pretty, fine. We are pretty fine. Alright, I think, um, let's wrap up some, with some questions. Sure. Alright, Anna, who is your favorite Fire Emblem character to marry? Alright, this was a question from Fresno on yeah. Discord. And I asked for clarification. Mm-hmm. And he said that he wanted to know, like... Which one the um, is my favorite to have the main character player avatar marry, and not what's your favorite ship? Mm-hmm. Which I think is stupid because I don't like any of the player avatar characters. Ships. Yeah, like except for maybe Crom and the because it's funny player avatar. Yeah, yeah, Crom and the player avatar avatar. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because it's funny, because they keep walking in on each other naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um... But yeah, I, would, I think the more interesting question is your favorite overall ship. Because you can ship pretty much anyone. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing, basically. Well, who would that be? Um, I think I ship, um, Tharja and Longquo. Cool. The most. Who's Longquo's character again? Longquo is, like, the... His gimmick or... The persona. sword guy. Uh-huh. The sword ninja mm-hmm. thing. You remember? Have you I, met Longku yet? I don't think so. He's fucking iconic. Cool. Excellent. He's, What's his like general personality? Um, he's terrified of women. <laughs> like has a phobia, like legit phobia. And then Tharja's thing is being a fucking terrifying, a terrifying, intimidating woman, stalker, stalker <laughs> like, woman. Yeah. All right. So, uh... And then they can get married. They have probably the most interesting... Dynamic. Um, ...support conversations. Cool. So, I highly recommend that ship. Tharja and Longquo. Tharja and Longquo. Awesome. When you get there. If you play... Awesome. ...Awakening. It's we, a good ship. It's a quality ship. We got another question from Taylor. Ooh, um, and I'm feeling very attacked right now. Favorite ruby ships, and don't cop out like John did, actually romantic pairings. Okay. Because I guess I said John and Pira? No. So, that's lame. Okay. Well, I mean, like, if you had to pick a, one straight ship in the whole show, like, that would be probably the best one. Yeah. But, like, no. I just There's... think, you know, it's not, it's... I, I'm just feeling very attacked right now, and whatever. All right. Like, tragic love again is fun, is all. Okay. All right, continue. I think my favorite ships are Bumblebee, obviously. Mm-hmm. They just have, like, the most ridiculous chemistry. So Yang and Blake. Yeah, Yang and Blake. Definitely, yeah. Duh. Obviously. Anyone who doesn't ship them is wrong. You are wrong, people. Mm. You are incorrect. Mm-hmm. Get your shit together. Look at your life. Um, and probably my other ship from Ruby that I like is... Oh, uh, no. 
Nobody in the couch. Probably sea monkey, Neptune, and sun. Very good. Monkey boy and shitty boy. Yeah, blue hair. Yeah, blue haired shitty boy. Yeah. That's pretty good. I think that's a good ship. Um, I think Ruby and Penny is pretty sweet. That is a cute ship. Yeah. I ship that. And it's sad. It is a really sad ship. So that's good too. I like the sad. Um, all right. We have two other, we have some more questions. Um, favorite po- from Zach, Tango Gemini, favorite Pokemon? Lapras, hands down. Cool. Obviously. I think you have like a pretty personal connection with Lapras at this yes. point. Yes. I had this one dream, like a few years ago. Where I was, like, having a nightmare that I was back at my family's house. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were yelling at me. And I was really just sad and uncomfortable mm. and scared. The shitty, awful family. My shitty, of my shitty, awful family. Cool. My terrible, horrible family. Uh-huh. And then... In your dream. In my dream, I just, like, hopped on a Lapras and was like, I'm out of here, see you never! And just, like, rode on my Lapras into the ocean. That's pretty gold. I just was riding on the Lapras in the ocean and my dream ended. And it was the most magical dream I have ever had in my life. And ever since then, Lapras has been my favorite Pokemon. I love you. I like Haunter because he's purple and scary. That's so lame. You're lame. My story's better. Your story's a lot better. Mom's favorite is Zubat because it's purple. It's so lame. Alright. Um, any games you both like playing together from Tom, Jetstorm, whether it be single or multiplayer? Oh, Mario 3D we play World. tons of games together. Well, yeah, we play a lot of games together, but yeah, I think Mario 3D we had World the is most pretty iconic. Was, yeah, Mario. Th- we won 100% yeah. in Super Mario 3D World. Yeah. Which was exhausting. It, it really was, but it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I, Tails playing <laughs> in single player, 100%ing the game means at least playing every level five times. Yeah. Because you have to be there with every character. Us playing every level like 20 times because we kept losing. <laughs> Failing and dying. We spent a lot of time playing. So much time. So much time done. That last level. (laughs) Holy shit. It was so awful. Like what we what what did we wind up what did we wind up having to do on Champions Road? We I play as Peach and you would bubble yourself as the Yeah, I would like stand in in the corner closest to the edge so that Peach could make the floaty jump. Mm Mm-hmm. Basically just cheesing it so yeah. that we could get through the game, the level with Peach over and over, but technically beating it with the other characters. Yeah. It was pretty great. It was awful. It was so hard. It was so hard. It was so hard. That was even... It doesn't even make sense how hard that was. It was so hard. I've played performers my whole life. That's really fucking hard. <laughs> we spent longer on that level than I spent on the last level back with the dolphin. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, it had like so many like fake out. This is the end of the game. Levels. Oh my god! There's four special worlds after the eight main worlds. Yeah. And the seventh world is a fake out. It makes you think that it's the last one, and then there's actually an eighth world. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird. It's it, a pretty it, it weird game. It is the most bizarre structure of any game. Yeah. Ever. But we basically, it basically, as long as we wanted to keep playing it, it kept having more stuff, ex- giving us excuses to play it. So yeah, I kind of appreciated that. Any other games we like playing together? Chrono Trigger? Um, it was fun to play Chrono Trigger together. <laughs> yeah, that was, we streamed the end of that and both sobbed. Yeah. It was pretty great. It was great. That's a really good game. Um, I think last question is from Quincy. Um, and it's something you'll have a lot of input on. Why is Silent Hill 2 amazing? I've never fucking played that game. It sounds boring as shit. 
Fuck you. I t- <laughs> I, end I, of end of answer. There's that time. There's like that drive home the other day where I was like, where you played a song. I think like life is beautiful, and I was just told, and I started kind of crying, and I uh-huh. told you that I was thinking about Silentville too, and I told you some stuff about the plot of that game. Yeah, it's I, boring. Really? It's only like boring. five. It only it's only like five hours long. I'd really love to share it with you at some point. Uh, fine, maybe. Cool. It has a lot of interesting kind of gender dynamics at play. That's cool. Gender? Um, I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. You are very funny. All right, Anna, where can we find you online? Wrapping up? Um, I guess mainly your Tumblr, right? Yeah, I have a Tumblr. It's AnnaAwakening.tumblr.com. That's thematically appropriate. Yeah, because I'm fucking obsessed with Fire Emblem. There you Awakening, go. So. You can find me at FarawayTimes.com. Um, and right here on the so- on, on the Soxcast, form- now, formerly known as the Soxcast. I think I have an Instagram now. Technically. It's yeah. also in Awakening. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so tune back in next week and we'll get more John action. Are we not going to talk about how I'm still judging you for playing Nep? Oh, I forgot about that question. Do you still judge John for playing Nep? Yes. Alright. And I also judge everybody else who plays Nep. Fuck you. What are you doing with your life? Uh, what are you doing with I think, his, I think his all baby of you, girl titties? I think all his of... tiny child titties. Think, it's everywhere. What's wrong with you? I think everyone just tuned into this podcast is feeling very attacked right now. All right. I'm attacking you. Alright. Attack. Um, attack. And is now banned from the podcast. <laughs> um, remember, we're the podcast that loves you. We're the only podcast that loves you. <laughs>